Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us again today. We appreciate you watching our broadcast. And today I have a very special guest, my daughter, Jerry Ann, and she and I are going to be talking about free to be yourself. You know, so many people today are not happy with themselves. They're not happy about something about themselves. I know I was that way growing up. I know you were as well. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about how to be free from that. You know, God has unlimited potential that he's placed on the inside of you. And God wants you to be a success. He wants you to excel. He has plans for your life and nobody but you can fulfill that exact plan. But so many people are so down on themselves. Their self-image is poor. They don't like something about themselves. And so they major on that all the time instead of finding out the unique things that God has placed within them and then begin to use them for His glory. We're going to be talking about that. And Jerry has a lot to say about it. And we're also going to be talking about her book on Happy to Be Me and my book on Free to Be Yourself. But before we do that, I want you to watch this very special announcement, and then we'll be right back and we'll begin our teaching. Don't you dare turn the station because this program is designed to help you become all that God wants you to be. Are you comfortable with the way you were made? In Free to Be Yourself, Jerry Savelle teaches how God created you with your personality, interests, and physical body for a reason. You were tailor-made for the assignment that God has for you. Learn to use your thoughts and words to improve your self-esteem. Don't let your past define your future. You must let go of yesterday to enjoy the success that God wants you to have today. In Happy To Be Me, Jerry Ann Savelle Newton shares how after hitting the lowest point in her life, she laid everything at the feet of Jesus and learned to be happy being herself. It's time to be confident in your uniqueness. You were created with a purpose on purpose, and the world is waiting for your unique gifts. Don't hesitate. Call or visit jerrysavelle.org and request this freeing duo, Free To Be Yourself and Happy To Be Me. Today, develop the courage to be yourself and walk with confidence into the exciting future that God has for you. Welcome back, and let's get ready to share from the Word of God, and I want to encourage you to pay very close attention. Jerry, I want to thank you for being on the broadcast today because I know there are some things that you went through as a child and uh, that actually put a lot of limitations on you and uh, not feeling good about yourself and not feeling comfortable about who you were. And it took quite a journey for you to discover that God made you very unique. Now, your mom and I knew that from the beginning, mm -hmm. but it took you a while to get there. So tell us something about this journey and, and some of the things you learned during the course of it. Well, I struggled for, sad to say, decades yeah. of my life with low self-esteem, never feeling good enough, never matching up, and it controlled my decisions. Therefore, I made really bad decisions for a lot of years of my life because of the low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. But when I finally got a, a revelation and I got fed up with being a mess. Yeah. I got and that's a the key. You got to get fed up. You got to get fed up. And marriages and failed marriages and mistakes. And I just got, I had to get real before God and just, what is the problem here? Yeah. What is the root of this? When I realized the root of it was the low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. I didn't like who I was. I didn't like the personality I had. I didn't like, I didn't see anything significant about and me. This is growing up in a home where there was love. Yes. This is growing up in a home where 
you heard the Word of God nearly every day of your life. Yeah. A home where your daddy's a preacher and you went to church all the time. Yeah. But yet, you know, being in that kind of environment doesn't necessarily mean that a person is just going to make it. No, because it's a choice you have to make yourself. Thoughts are going to come. Yeah. Satan is no respecter of persons. He doesn't care that I'm Jerry Savelle's daughter. Mm -hmm. So he brought thoughts and I went with those thoughts. I let him lead me and direct me and whatever he put in there, I didn't resist those thoughts. Mm -hmm. So if he said, you're, you're a failure, I just lived with that. And I went and my actions therefore went. Whatever's in my heart, yeah. that's the way my directions went. So for years, I just let him lead me. And I lived my life by my emotions up and down all the time. Mm -hmm. Instead of having a true revelation of who I was in Christ, yeah. that I was chosen. I w I'm special. I'm unique. That's there's right. no one like me. That's right. I have giftings and strengths from you and mom, mm -hmm. but there's no one like Jerry Ann. No, there's no one. And when I got to that point in my life where I realized I am one of a kind, mm -hmm. no one can do it like I can do it. That's right. And I discovered that then I can hold my head up high and know that there's no one like me on planet earth. And God chose me with my strengths and those weaknesses in me, he can refine them. Yeah. You know, mom used to tell me all the time, I'd get, I was the one in trouble all the time, right? You'd get calls on the road, Jerry did this, Jerry did <laughs> I was always- When your daddy gets home. <laughs> yes, when daddy gets home, I was always in trouble. And mom would say, if you would just use those leadership abilities in the right way, because I was a leader, mm -hmm. I was born oh, a leader. Yeah. And I would lead in the wrong way oftentimes. I'd make Terry do all the bad stuff with me. <laughs> but when I realized that that was a strength and stopped looking at it as a weakness yeah. and use it as part of my gifting, then life gets so much easier mm -hmm. when you find out that he can even take your weaknesses and turn them around, refine them, and make them part of your strengths. What was it? I, I know you said you got fed up, and that is a major key. And... Uh, audience here in the studio with us. I'm sure you've all experienced something like that in your lives at times where, you know, you just keep going down the same path and nothing changes until you get fed up with living that way. And a lot of people never reach that place. They just, they just keep going down the wrong path. They don't like it, but they don't get fed up with it. Mm -hmm. And the way that I always can tell when a person hasn't reached that place of being fed up is when they keep talking about it all the time and they keep wanting everybody to feel sorry for them and they keep blaming everything on everybody else, mm -hmm. then they haven't taken responsibility themselves, nor have they reached that place where they're fed up. Yes. Now, for those of you that may not understand fed up, that's a good Texas term. It just means you're no longer willing to tolerate this any longer. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, you have to, you have to let the devil know that he's not in charge here anymore. Right. You know, he's, he's, he's a bully and he will bully you for the rest of your life until you stand up to him. Right. The Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee. He has no choice. He has to flee because God's word says so, yeah. but he's not going to flee as long as you tolerate it. Right. And that word resist is not a passive word. No. That word resist is you are pushing back. You're telling them no more. It's yeah. over. It's done. Yeah. And that's what I had to do at 39 years old. 
I finally said enough. I am mm -hmm. tired of you running my life. I am tired of like the Israelites going around that circle over yeah. that mountain over and over again in my life. Mm -hmm. I got fed up. I stood before the Lord and I said, enough, I'm done, I'm done with this. Mm -hmm. And that's when he began to just pull the layers back. And it all was the root of this. It was low self-esteem, it was insecurity, and it just directed my life in that, in that way. Yeah. And I got fed up with it. And you got free. I got free. Amen. I Praise like God. me now. You like you now? I like me. I've always liked you, but I'm glad you like you now. <laughs> you know, uh, you go into the major bookstores today and you will find shelf after shelf of books that are teaching people how to cope with different things, right. how to cope with fear, how to cope with stress, how to cope with, you know, uh, a hurting heart or a wounded spirit. I had them all. Yeah. I but cope all. is not what we're supposed to do. Right. You know what, you know what cope means? It means applying the exact same pressure. That means the fear, the stress, the devil, really, he's the author of all that. Mm -hmm. The devil is applying this pressure. And when you cope with it, you're, you're applying equal amount of pressure. So when, when you are coping with fear and coping with low self-esteem, that means you're at a standstill. Mm -hmm. Nobody's winning here. Right. But resist means you apply more power. Right. That's right. And that's when you overcome. Yes. Amen. And that's what you had to do. You can't just cope with these things and expect change in your life. Right. You have to resist. And the only way you can really resist is to know that you know that you know that you have authority over Him. Right. And that's a God-given thing. You have authority over Those Him. Those books, they call them self-help books. Yeah. I can't help myself. I've already figured that out. It's Jesus. Yeah. He's the answer for everything. Right. I mean, He is the one that brings the restoration, the healing. He will help you uproot that junk. And that's what I had to do is I had, I did, I picked up all those self-help books. I had stacks of them and I threw them in the garbage and mm -hmm. I picked up my word of God mm -hmm. and found out what it said about Jerry Ann. Yeah. And I, I knew what it said about me. You taught me. I knew yeah. what it said. But it, it, was, it wasn't so rooted down in me that that's what came out of me. Because yeah. Satan's going to bring thoughts sure. of insignificance, unimportance, comparing you to other people. But it's when you know what the Word of God says mm -hmm. and that's what starts coming out. Yeah. And that, I mean, he still will attack me with thoughts, but I know who I am. Sure. And that's what will come out of my spirit, man. And look what came out of it. Happy to be me. <laughs> a great book, praise God, that is helping a lot of people. Thank you. There's a scripture I know that God led you to that, that really became the foundation for this. Yes. Why don't you share it with us? It's Psalms 139, and it says, You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous, and how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion and as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was ever born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me? How precious are his thoughts about you? Mm -hmm. 
they cannot be numbered. Amen. If that doesn't make you feel special, yeah. I don't know what does. Amen. Yeah. You're wonderfully complex. As I was being created and as you were being created in your mother's womb, he had a plan, he had a purpose, and he finds significance in you. You're one of a kind. Yeah. When I went into the ministry in 1969, it was Brother Copeland, Kenneth Copeland, that got my attention that uh, his, his style of preaching, the message he preached, uh, finally awakened me to the reality that God was not what I thought he was like. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I wanted to know God like this man knew God. And it changed my life. And so I began to study. Back then, Brother Copeland had reel-to-reel -reel tapes. And of course, I listened to him every day, mm -hmm. several times a day. I dissected them. I took notes. I made outlines from them. And then when I finally started getting invitations to preach, well, I would preach what I'd heard on those tapes. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the problem was people would say, well, all you are is a Kenneth Copeland clone. I didn't even know what a clone was. I had to go look in a dictionary. What is a clone, you know? And, and now I finally surrendered my life to the Lord and I'm, and I'm on the right path. And now people are criticizing me for sounding like somebody else. Yes, I, I'm preaching the same message, but not because it's what I learned from Kenneth Copeland. It's now because it was my revelation. Right. It got down on the inside of me. That's what happened to you. Mm -hmm. You couldn't be who God wanted you to be because I knew what God wanted you to be. Right. Your mother knew what God wanted you to be. It had to become your revelation. Right. And, and it's only through the Word of God. See, That's it took that scripture right there mm -hmm. for you to come to the place of realization that I am special, yes. that I have something to offer, yes. that I don't have to be like anybody else. I don't have to, I don't have to perform like anybody else. You know, and, and when you stop and think about it, even though Brother Copeland and I have preached together now for over 45 years, mm -hmm. And, and we do have a lot of similarities in the fact that we preach the same message, the Word of Faith. But his delivery and his style and my delivery and my style, yes. they're yes. not alike. Right. You know, right. Right. I have my uniqueness. He has his yes. uniqueness. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I don't try to be Kenneth Copeland. I don't try to be, you know, Or Roberts, even though those men had a tremendous impact in my life. And I learned a lot from them and my messages you know, I, I learned from them and then God took what I learned from them and added to it mm -hmm. and made it my message, my revelation. Yeah. But nobody can deliver it quite like me. Right. That's right. That's right. And I'm happy right. with who I am yeah. and I'm happy with my delivery yes. and yes. I'm not trying to be anybody else. And you know, there's such a freedom in that, praise yeah. God. Yeah. Amen. Well, I grew up with the name Jerry Savelle. So. Yeah. That was pretty tough to follow. You yeah, know? and there's a lot of pressure there. A lot of pressure with that. Now, tell the truth. Sometimes it was convenient, <laughs> and sometimes you didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it got you in places. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But even now today, if I'm asked to minister somewhere, you know, there's that thought, do they think I'm going to be Jerry Savelle or my sister or whatever? But it's just me. Yeah. I'm, I'm a part of you and I've got traits and characteristics like you, but I'm just Jerry Ann. Yeah. So I flow in the anointing that God's put on my life and my mm -hmm. style there you go. and it That's works. Right. That's right. Amen. And obviously you and Terry both uh, have the call of God on your lives. You're both involved in full-time ministry 
Terry has her different. uniqueness. You have your uniqueness. She has her audience. You have your audience. Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is, see, success is fulfilling what God called you to do, mm -hmm. not what God called somebody else to do. Right. Amen. Amen. Yeah. The Lord said it to me the other day like this. I was thinking about that with Terry and I, and he said, you're both athletes, but it's like one of you is in the World Series and one is the Super Bowl. Yeah. So we're both champions, we're both winners, but two different sports, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I just go with what I'm called to do and the way I'm supposed to do it, right. and there's no competition or comparison because a seed produces after its own kind, and Savelle's preach. That's, That's what right. we do. That's what we do. Like, like I was watching at uh, the NBA one time when the, whoever won the championship, I think it was San Antonio or something, and they were interviewing one of the players, and they said, wow, what a series this has been. You guys are the world champions. And the guy said, it's what we do, man. It's what we do. So that's, that's what we do. That's what we do. We preach. Yes. It's what we do, man. That's what we do, man. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Romans chapter 12 has always been one of my favorite scriptures. Verse 2, and it says, don't be conformed. Let me read it from the, from the Bible. Verse 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Don't be conformed to this world. That, that is not a suggestion. That is a command. Yes. You know, that the world and certainly through Satan's influence is constantly trying to get us to conform to it, mm -hmm. to be like it. And God very clearly says, don't be like this world. Uh, the Phillips translation says, don't let the world around you squeeze you into its mold. Mm -hmm. Amen. Don't, yes. don't let this world around you squeeze you into its mold because it'll try to make you become what it wants you to become. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, the Bible tells us that God's word is like a mirror. It says it's in, in, in Paul's writings. We'll get to this probably on next week's broadcast. But it says in, in, in 1 Corinthians that God's Word is like a mirror. Mm -hmm. And if you look in this mirror, it will reflect not the way you see you, mm -hmm. not the way the world sees you, but the way God sees you. Right. And if you keep looking in the mirror of God's Word, it says you will be transformed into that image. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. So when you look in the Bible, it doesn't say you can't do this you're not strong enough, you're weak, you're ugly, you're this, you're that. No, when you look in the Bible, it says you can do all things through Christ. Yeah. It says you're more than a conqueror. Yeah. It says you're a world overcomer. Yeah. It says yeah. you're created in the image of God. Yeah. Now, if you keep looking in that mirror, the Bible says over a period of time, you will be conformed to that image. Right. Yeah. So that means eventually you're going to see yourself the way God sees you. And when you start seeing yourself the way God sees you, that's when your days of failure and defeat are over. Yes. Amen. And it says renewing. Yeah. That's an ongoing thing. It's it is. renewing your mind. It's every day renewing. That's renewing. right. That's not something you accomplish in one day, no. one year. It's something you will do for the every rest day. of your life. Every day. And for me personally, I can't go a day. Because immediately Satan comes to steal, kill, yep. and destroy, and he starts with our thought life. Mm -hmm. So I've got to be in the Word, renewing my mind on a regular basis. And you know, it is a proven fact, not only from the Bible, because the Bible says, 
as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Psychologists tell us the same thing that, of course, they got it from the Bible. They just don't tell us the verse. <laughs> but, you know, the truth is, it's a proven fact, your life tends to go in the direction of your most dominant thoughts. Yes. Right. So whatever you think about the most, that's the direction your life will go. Right. And if you constantly think about your failures, your mistakes, your past, you're unworthy, you're no good, you have low self-esteem, then, then that's the way your life is going to go. You're going to live that way for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. So really, the greatest battle that every human being, even Christians, will ever fight is the battle that goes on between their ears, yes. in their mind. Yes. And that's something that you're engaged in all the time. Mm -hmm. The Apostle Paul says, that we must cast down imaginations, cast down thoughts, and everything that attempts to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Mm -hmm. So if the thought comes, you're, you're no good, you're unworthy, that is not a thought that agrees with the Word of God. No. So cast it down. And it says bring into captivity yeah. every thought. Right. And that casting down has that same implication as resist. It's not a passive word. I mean, you, you have to take control of your mind. If you want to become everything God wants you to be, then you have to take control of your thoughts. Yes. Every minute sometimes. Yeah. I mean, he is bombarding and bombarding, and I think that's the biggest thing. When you get a hold of Romans 12 too, it'll change your life. Amen. You don't have to be conformed to this world because the Bible says that God thinks you're special. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. God thinks you're special. And God's thinking about you all the time. And when God thinks about you, he's not shaking his head saying, what did I make that person for? <laughs> no, when he thinks about you, he thinks about all the potential you have to be unique and special and do it in a way that brings him glory. Because when you do it in a way that brings him glory, then that makes him attractive to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Amen. So I want to encourage you today Take authority over those thoughts that are telling you you're no good, you're unworthy, God can't use you. That's a lie from the devil. Take authority over him and get in the Word of God and renew your mind and become everything God wants you to be. I'm telling you, you have a great life ahead of you. You just got to dare to tap into it in the name of Jesus. Watch this announcement. We'll be back in just a few moments. Are you comfortable with the way you were made? In Free to Be Yourself, Jerry Savelle teaches how God created you with your personality, interests, and physical body for a reason. You were tailor-made for the assignment that God has for you. Learn to use your thoughts and words to improve your self-esteem. Don't let your past define your future. You must let go of yesterday to enjoy the success that God wants you to have today. In Happy To Be Me, Jerry Ann Savelle Newton shares how after hitting the lowest point in her life, she laid everything at the feet of Jesus and learned to be happy being herself. It's time to be confident in your uniqueness. You were created with a purpose on purpose, and the world is waiting for your unique gifts. Don't hesitate. Call or visit jerrysavelle.org and request this freeing duo, Free to Be Yourself and Happy to Be Me. Today, develop the courage to be yourself and walk with confidence into the exciting future that God has for you. 
I want to thank you for watching the broadcast today, and I trust you've been helped and encouraged, and I want to encourage you to tune in next week because we're going to continue talking about this, in fact, over the next several weeks, and I don't want you to miss one broadcast. Don't forget now, our two books, Jerry's book, Happy to Be Me, and my book on Free to Be Yourself. These two books, I'm telling you, they're not self-help books, they're Word of God books, and it'll teach you how to become everything that God wants you to be. You know, I, I was looking at during the break at something I wrote in chapter one, in fact, the first page in chapter one, and it says this, you have been given specific physical features, personality traits, talents, and even hobbies that are unique to your God-given purpose and assignment on this earth. Nothing about you is an accident. Every challenge you've had to overcome should serve as an encouragement to somebody else. Every battle you faced, every temptation you've overcome, every victory you've enjoyed are all part of your life story for others to read, to hear about, and to learn from. Your purpose is to be an example to somebody else that God can change even a life that somebody says is impossible. Amen? Amen. You can be an instrument of God, a vessel of God, because the way He made you is very unique. Amen? Amen. I want you to pray, Jerry, and for people that are watching today, because this is, this is not something that is, that is rare. It's probably something that I'm going to say probably 90% of the people that are watching this broadcast go through. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so many are living their lives. Actually, they're just existing. They're not living. They're just existing because of low self-esteem. And God has so much more for them. So I want you to look in the camera and just minister to those people in particular today. Well, I want you to know that Jeremiah 1.5 says that God knew you before you were created in the womb and He approved of you. He knew you and He approved of you. He loves you so much. And you're looking at someone who battled with this for years and years. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how long you struggle with this. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. And today can be the day that you get free from it once and for all. No more entangled with insecurity, inferiority. So I want to pray with you right now. Lord, I just come to you right now. And I lift up whoever is listening to this broadcast that we just lay it on the altar, the insecurities, the fear, the rejection, the brokenheartedness right now. And we say no more. We are done. We remove this in Jesus' name. It's through the power and the blood of Jesus. So we thank you, Lord, right now. Receive your healing in this area, that your mind is healed and whole in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Now listen, as you heard the prayer and you received in faith, I want you to lift your hands right now because one of the greatest expressions of faith is thanksgiving and praise. When you can thank God even before you feel any different or you see any change, when you can thank Him in advance, that's one of the greatest expressions of faith. So right now, you just lift your hands wherever you might be and you say, Father, thank you for delivering me, setting me free, and allowing me to become the person you designed for me to be in the name of Jesus. And you just keep praising Him all day. And listen, get these books and start reading them. And I'm telling you, it will change your life and you will become the winner that God has called you to be. And we want to hear from you. If you receive that prayer today and you begin to experience 
a, a new outlook on life. You begin to fall in love with yourself and you realize that God made you unique and special. Let us hear about it. Share the testimony with us because your testimony will inspire others to receive from God just like you have today. Thank you again for watching. Partners, thank you for believing in this ministry and helping us reach people all over the world. We love you and we speak blessings over you. Thank you once again. Join us next week. And until then, this is Jerry Ann and Jerry <laughs> saying your faith will overcome the world. <laughs>